Welcome to Marketing from the Outside In, the podcast that explores the intersection of business, marketing, and social impact. Our guests are changemakers from traditionally excluded or marginalized communities, and they're building enterprises that transcend borders and make a positive impact in the world. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Marketing from the Outside In podcast. My name is Molly Oyua, and I'm so grateful you're sharing your time with me today. So in the previous episode, I had an amazing conversation with Nicole Shamblin, productivity coach, trainer, author. Did you catch that episode? If not, if you missed it, please go back, click the link in the episode's description and watch the replay. Nicole is one amazing woman, and I've learned so much in that short hour that I talked with her. Here are just some of the points that she made that really stood out to me. One of the things that Nicole talked about was putting life on hold. She mentioned that a mentor of hers told her not to put her life on hold. Like if she wanted to get married and have a family, she should do it instead of waiting. She shared that one of the reasons why she started her coaching business in the first place was that she got tired and stressed with putting her life on hold. As a middle-level manager in a marketing firm, she was always traveling. She was always on the go. She couldn't be present for her family. At the same time, she was feeling miserable in her job. And because she was unhappy, she was also making her team unhappy. I think it makes huge sense. There's really no point in putting your life on hold for a job that you're not happy with. If we want to live authentically, we need to identify what our priorities are, what do we value, what's really important to us. And once we've identified them, We've got to live our lives according to these priorities. We may love the job or the business that we have, but life needs to come first. So I've shared this before, the job or the business should work around our lives and not the other way around. As Bob, Bob Marley said in his song, Zion Train, don't gain the world and lose your soul. Nicole also talked about burnout. She basically described it as pouring from an empty cup over and over again. Burnout shows up differently for different people. But when you don't feel any passion or excitement for what you do, when you don't celebrate your wins anymore, and when you've fallen into the routine of chasing after the next thing and the next thing and just ticking boxes off on your goals list, that's burnout. There's nothing wrong with being goal-oriented. I know that I am. I make goals. I make lists of what I want to accomplish within a certain time frame, and I work hard to make these goals happen. But at some point, we have to stop and think, are these goals really what I want? Are they making me happy? Do they really help me get to my why? This brings us back to 
identifying our values and priorities and living our lives according to those values and priorities. One of the core values that we live by in my company, Sacred Fire Creative, is to inspire others to use their unique gifts in service. It's my belief that life is too short not to do what you're passionate about, what you're meant to do, what you are called to do. I also agree with what Nicole said about how we as women are hardwired to be everything for the people around us, especially the people we care about. We're the caretakers, the nurturers, the administrators, the problem solvers. But we can't just keep pouring from an empty cup. When we're running on empty, we need to slow down, maybe even stop, and think about what will fill us up again. We can't keep pouring from an empty cup. We need to go slow to go fast. Another thing that Nicole talked about is knowing your self-worth. So as women, as people who belong to traditionally marginalized groups, we will always experience being labeled or othered. It will always be bothersome. And sometimes it can even hurt us. But as long as we know our self-worth and what we bring to the table and we stay true to that, people will learn to respect and listen to us. We will own our power and owning our power will get us far. Now, of course, there will be people who won't get it and who would dismiss us outright. Sometimes our worst critic is the voice inside our head, our very own negative Nelly, telling us we can't do it. Nicole shared that her biggest challenge is overcoming her own self-doubt, and it's something that she works on daily. For someone of her caliber, who's been in business for more than 17 years, is it, is it surprising that she struggles with self-doubt? I think it's normal. We all have moments of doubting ourselves. Doubt is normal. Fear is normal. It's human to feel these things. But we're going to do what we need to do anyway. So as Nicole said, don't say can't. Don't say try say do. As one of my own coaches shared, fear is just false evidence appearing real. So when, when I encounter fear or doubt, I try to dig a little deeper and ask myself, what is that fear really trying to tell me? What is it informing me? Nicole gave us some wise advice for overcoming self-doubt. And one is to pick your cheerleaders wisely. As I said earlier, not everyone is going to get it. Not everyone is going to understand you and why you want to get into business. If you cultivate confidants who do understand you and think in similar ways as you do, or at least empathize with you and support you without judgment, you can overcome self-doubt and even thrive. So I'll tell you a little story. In my rookie year of business, I got so excited. I mean, I was very new. 
I posted this, this video and I actually think it was about authenticity. And I had one of my own peers, my own so-called cheerleaders, somebody who I thought was, was there to support me, criticize, publicly criticize my video. And it was just, you know, like one comment out of hundreds of well wishes, but it slowed me down. I let that one comment get to me. I didn't publish another video for four years. So my thing is you've got to lean into your own gut to overcome that self-doubt. Not everyone is here for you, even when they seem like they are or they want to appear as if they are. Another piece of advice that Nicole gave is to pick mentors who hold you accountable. A good mentor won't take nonsense from you if you're leaning toward mediocrity. They'll encourage you to push yourself out of that comfort zone, hold you accountable for your actions. At the same time, they're going to hold space for you and support you through your journey. Lastly, the biggest myth in Nicole's corner of the coaching industry that, that in a group setting, conflict is bad. It's actually the contrary. Conflict isn't necessarily bad as long as you've set boundaries, rules of engagement, no name calling, no playing the blame game. You're really accountable. You're owning responsibility. So, you know, to paraphrase, when you, when you strip that Band-Aid off, uh, you let all the yuck out. It's cleansing. It clears the air between the parties that are in conflict. And once that air is cleared out, people go into this problem-solving mode. So conflict itself isn't necessarily a bad thing as long as you can all agree on how you will disagree. All right. And so that's it. These are my insights I got from my chat with Nicole Shamblin, productivity coach, author, and trainer. You can catch the replay of this conversation by clicking the link in this episode's description. And you can check out Nicole's work by visiting her website at nicoleshamblin.com. Again, my name is Molly Oyua. This has been an episode of Marketing from the Outside In. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'll see you in the next episode. Want to learn how you can practice authenticity in your own business? Check out our free ebook based on this week's episode. Go to marketingfromtheoutsideincom backslash growth for access now.